Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges, make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This season, we're tackling common challenges that teachers face in the classroom. We're varied from dealing with parents to feeling discouraged to managing homework and everything in between. And today, we're going to look at a topic that may or may not be happening to you right now, but when it does, uh, you're definitely going to be looking for some help, and that is what to do when you're losing your voice. I mean, you guys know how disastrous this is, right? I mean, you've got 25 rambunctious students just returning from lunch, and the best that your poor voice can muster is a desperate whisper. Uh, This is not good. (laughs) When you lose your voice, you'll do just about anything to get it back, or at least that's sure how I felt about it. Um, I went through a really rough stretch when I was teaching where I struggled with my voice for months on end. I mean, this went like over a year. Some days would be worse than others, but I found myself for, like I said, weeks and months on end, like just barely making it through the week, like just trying to survive the week so that my that my voice could rest a little bit over the weekend only to go through it again the next week. And it was it's just frustrating when that tool, your voice, that you need to be an effective teacher, it's like it's conspiring against you. And when you want to teach freely, sing at church, talk with your students, friends, and family, um, but you're struggling because you're constantly worried about your voice, constantly trying to conserve it when you need it most. Um, and it's just very, very difficult. So um, like I said, I struggled with this for a long time. And instead of getting better, it was just getting worse. So I finally got to the point where I, I went to the doctor about it. And the doctor in turn recommended a speech therapist. And I'm so glad that he did because in going to speech therapy for a couple months, it really helped me understand what was causing my voice issues and how to overcome that. So if you're struggling with losing your voice, whether um, it's just a short thing or but especially if it's a long term thing, um, these suggestions might be just what you need to. So there's about five things that I did that were really helpful to me. The first is simply to keep your throat moist. So drinking lots of water um, and then like taking throat lozenges, like like I loved a brand called Ricola. I'll I'll link to it in the show notes at teachfortheheart.com slash voice. But just having throat uh, lozenges, sorry, and um, water to keep your throat moist. But what was also really helpful for me was steam. So what you want to do is you just take simply boil some water, put it in a cup, and then what you can do is take a towel and put it around the, the cup. Okay, let me, let me let me try to picture this for you. It'd be so much easier if you could see me, but you have a that cup of boiling water, the steam's rising up. You put your mouth kind of pretty close above the cup and then you take a towel to almost make a tunnel so that none of the steam's escaping the tunnel's going uh the steam is going directly from the cup to your mouth it's the same idea as if like the people actually say like put a towel over your head but i never wanted to put a towel over my head i don't want to mess up my hair right before i'm trying to teach so i would just put a towel around like make a little tunnel the idea is that the steam's going directly into your mouth. And then you take really deep breaths to inhale that steam. And surprisingly, this was really um, very relieving for my voice and helped keep it moist. 
And then along with that, last thought about keeping your throat moist, you might even want to consider buying a humidifier for your classroom and also for your bedroom. So when you're struggling with your voice, keeping it moist definitely helps. Second thing is to rest your voice. Okay, this is seriously the most frustrating advice for a teacher. I wanted to scream like, I can't. I want to rest my voice and I just can't. I remember over the summer being like, this is amazing. Like I can rest my voice. But I mean, when you're teaching every day, you just you just can't rest it. Well, that's true and not true. We can't rest our voices entirely, for sure. But we do need to just be very aware that the more we rest our voice, the quicker it will heal. And the more we strain it, the longer it will take. So don't yell. But also don't whisper. Whispering takes more strain on your voice than simply talking. So don't yell or don't whisper. And simply don't talk any more than you have to. It's time for that biblical admonition of be swift to hear, slow to speak. And once again, as a teacher, uh, that's limited. But just in all your interactions, like just, just be aware. I'm not talking unless I need to. Um, don't feel guilty at all for switching up your normal teaching routine to help you get your voice back, especially on days when it's really bad. I mean, that variety um, can be good for the kids. And it's okay to throw in um, a video if you need to. Now, I'm not talking, I mean, I'm not necessarily even, I'm not saying like just throw in a movie for the kids. But look up, there were some days when I was really struggling with my voice and I would just Google a video that taught the concept and have the students take notes. And then all I had to do at the end was simply, um, you know, point out a few things, make sure they got the key concepts. So don't be afraid to, to, to switch out your lecture or, or for a video lecture. And then don't be afraid to um, put responsibility on them and have them do a working activity as opposed to just listening to to you teach. So don't feel bad at all about switching up that routine. Um, the variety is good for the kids. And <laughs> the, the sooner your voice recovers, the sooner you can get back to maximum efficiency. One other thought about resting your voice is be really aware of how singing can strain it. Um, there was about a year there, especially at least during the school year, where I just could not sing in church. And I really wanted to. I love to sing in church. Um, but not only could I like some, there was, if it was, if my voice was bad, I physically like could not sing. It wouldn't come out right. But even when I physically could sing, I knew that that would put so much strain on my voice that I wouldn't be able to teach on Monday. And so I simply didn't. I thought about the words. I, you know, I worshiped in that way, but I just wasn't able to sing in church. So just be aware that if your voice is strained, um, singing, is um, definitely puts a strain on it. So number one, keep your throat moist. Number two, rest your voice. Number three, speak with proper breath support. Now this ultimately is the thing that made the biggest difference for me. And I'll try to explain it the best I can. Basically, the concept is that whenever we speak, we need to have strong breath behind our words. And it's funny because this is something that you can actually retrain yourself to do and I was able to do that but it's funny because even now because I'm thinking about it I'm thinking about how I speak but if I don't always think about it sometimes I revert back to bad habits okay let me try to explain this often when we speak we release our breath and keep talking afterwards um maybe I don't know if you'll be able to hear the difference but if you like do it if, do it with me right now like take a breath 
blow it out, and then talk. Right now I'm talking with no breath. I already breathed my breath out and I'm still talking. So if you do that, you can almost feel the strain it has on your voice. There's no breath support behind it. Instead, compare it with this. Try it right now. Take a deep breath and talk with proper breath support, breathing out as you talk. And that right there makes a big difference. It takes some practice to get used to that. But um, if you're talking when you've already run out of breath, you're damaging your vocal cords. So instead, you got to practice stopping and taking a new breath. And I know for me, it feels like I'm constantly stopping to breathe, but it's worth it to have a voice to be able to speak with. Now, if you're familiar with singing at all, this is exactly what they tell you when you're singing. They say, breathe from your diaphragm. Um, And that's true of this as well. It's better to breathe from your diaphragm than from your chest. But It's just interesting. I've always heard this with singing, but I never realized that you're supposed to speak that way as well. And learning how to speak um, with this consistent breath support takes practice. But man, like I said, it made, this is ultimately what got me out of that chronic laryngitis. Um, And if you're still, if this sounds interesting to you, but you're still not quite sure how this works, I have a video um, over at teachfortheheart.com slash voice. Um, I have a video in the notes, so definitely check that out and you can see um, more info on how that works. All right, number four is to stretch and maintain good posture. You might not have known this. I certainly didn't until I went to speech therapy, but if you have a pain in your upper neck or back, um, it just some often feels like, well, my, my neck hurts. I need a back rub. Um, that that actually can, contribu- can contribute to vocal tension and a sore throat and vice versa. If you have a sore, and I don't, when I say sore throat, I mean like you're a sore voice. If you're losing your voice, that can cause pain in your upper neck and back. So they're actually related. I never, I had no idea about that. So when you have that pain at the base of your neck right there, um, you want to go ahead and, and stretch that out. And there's a couple things you can do. You can do a simple shoulder roll where you roll your shoulders back. Um, and there's some other exercises that you do. And I'll link to an article once again in the notes at teachfortheheart.com slash voice. Um, but another one is simply you begin with your hands at your side and just raise them above your head and um, raise it straight up several times as if you're kind of like trying to pick an apple, this article says, and look up and then um, come back down. You know, so just like reach up, hold it for five seconds and then come back down. Um, Another one is to bring your arms straight in front of you and interlace your fingers, it says. Then it says, imagine someone is pulling your hands away from your body and feel that stretch in your shoulders and upper back muscles. So there's all kinds of little exercises like this that will kind of relieve that tension, which in turn helps to relieve your voice. And if you ignore that and you let that tension get worse, that's also going to affect your voice. So very interesting. Once again, there's some more. There's about five exercises listed in this article at teachfortheheart.com voice. I'll link to it. So number one, we said to keep your throat moist. Two, rest your voice. Three, speak with proper breath support. 
Four, stretch and maintain good posture. Oh, I didn't talk too much about posture. I mean, that's just simple. Uh, if you're standing up tall with shoulders back, that actually helps your voice. Um, if you're slumped over, then your voice has to strain more to get out. So actually standing or sitting correctly um, is an important piece of that. And then five, um, if those are still not helping, consider medical help or speech therapy. So if you're really having trouble... I definitely would say go ahead and talk to your doctor about it or seek out a speech therapist. Um, just a few sessions um, could be all you need to determine um, how what what is wrong with your speaking patterns and to help correct that. I didn't need very many sessions before I, I got the idea. It's also possible if this has been going on for a long time that you could have nodules on your vocal cord, um, which should be monitored, or if they're really bad, they, they could even need surgery. So um, not saying you need to go there yet, but at the very least, if you're really having some trouble, you might want to do a little bit of research and just kind of start looking at this. So as you continually work um, in all these areas, learn to um, good posture, stretching, breath support, keeping your throat moist, resting it when you can, you should see your voice gradually improve. It will not be overnight, but it should gradually get better. And soon you'll have no problem corralling your rambunctious post-lunch students with as loud of a voice as you need. And I look forward to uh, hearing about that. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you know other teachers who could use these tips, who could use help with their voice, could you do us a huge favor and either tell them about this podcast or share this article with them? And if you are um, not subscribed to the podcast, if you're just listening to this straight from our website, you can subscribe to get all of our podcasts delivered straight to your mobile device. You can find us in the iTunes podcast app or on Stitcher if you have an Android. And we'd love to have you subscribe there and be able to get all the episodes as they come out. Um, let's pause to pray, and then I'll tell you a little bit about what's coming up. Lord, thank you so much for these teachers that were here. I pray for those who are struggling with their voice right now. I know how difficult that can be. I pray that you will give them, first of all, patience um, and just wisdom about how to handle their voice. And then I pray that you will help them to be able to apply these strategies in a way that will hear the, heal their voice quickly. And I just pray that you'll bring it back to health soon and that you'll help them to be effective this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I said, thank you so much for being here. Once again, all the notes are at teachfortheheart.com slash voice and hope to see you there. And I hope that you'll be back next week as we're going to be talking a little bit about how to stay encouraged as a teacher and dealing with that problem of just feeling discouraged or inadequate or frustrated about all the problems that you face on a day-to-day -day, um, basis. So I'll look forward um, to seeing you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.